Hello and welcome back to the Kumi Sheree podcast. It is the top of the year. So happy new year. I am Kish Kumi Price. And I am Dina Sheree. Hi, you guys. Welcome to 2024. Yes. And we're excited. We're um, actually going to start the year off talking about talents and why they're so important. So um, today's mm. discussion is Arise Beloved. I've given you talents. And I am going to quickly pass it over to Dina. Um, we're going to start. I know sometimes we have a grounding scripture and sometimes we just kind of talk it through, but we thought it would be good to go ahead and start this off um, with a, a rich passage that will help to set the tone for why this is important. So, Dina, yeah, are you? you guys, okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. But I just okay. wanted to say this, and I mean, I'm sure we've said it before, um, that anytime that, you know, we're before you, um, having this conversation, God has had it with us <laughs> in great detail, you know? Um, and so yes. we're, for one, we're thankful for that, right? Because, um, that means we're still called, we're still purposed and, and we're on this road of sanctification and, uh, he, he doesn't want us to be left behind. Right. So, um, mm -hmm. so this kind of came about because we're both in a place and we're seeking God as you probably are seeking God, trying to, what is going on? What am I doing? And, uh, and I was like, Lord, um, I, I need, I need this. I need this. I have, I, you know, I need some resources. And God's response to me was, but I've given you talents. And then I was silent. I had nothing to say, but I did have mm -hmm. something to do. And I immediately went into action. And when I went into action, it bore fruit, right? Mm -hmm. Because he said, I gave you talent. And, he, not, and mm -hmm. not only did he just say that, he said, I've given you talents that will produce wealth. He didn't say money. He said, well, so mm -hmm. um, talents, you guys, you know, before we get into the scripture, understand that we're talking about talents in, in the amount of resources, money that makes things move here. But we're also talking about spiritually. Right. Because he doesn't just give us monetary things. Right. He's given us spiritual gifts. So mm -hmm. keep in mind that we're talking about both and not either or. Right. All together. So the scripture that obviously you've probably heard before, it's a parable. Jesus is talking to um, the disciples and um, it's in Matthew chapter 25 and it starts at verse 14. And so it's a long one, but we're going to just read it just a little bit, probably down to verse 18. Um, For it is just like a man about to go on a journey who called his own slaves and entrusted his possessions to them. To one, he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, each according to its own ability. And he went on his journey. Immediately, the one who had received five talents went and traded with them and gained five more. In the same manner, the one that had two uh, received two additional talents. But he who received the one talent went away and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. The scripture goes on to say the master comes back from the journey and um, everybody's trying to settle up. Right. So the person who had the five talents is like, master, I doubled. I've got, I've, you know, I've got 10. Yay. And then the person who had two is like, master, I doubled it. I've got four. Right. And he says to both of them, wonderful, great job. You know, you've been faithful over a few. I'll make your rule over many X, Y, Z. Now the third person steps up and he, remember he put his talent in the ground. <laughs> Kish and I were laughing y'all. Have you read this scripture recently? Because <laughs> what he said, though, okay. And I said it was sadful, which means sad and pitiful at the same time. It's sadful, okay. He said, 
He said, um, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow, gathering where you scattered no seed. And I was afraid and went away and hid your talent in the ground. See, you have what is yours. Right. And the master was like, what? You wicked, lazy slave. You knew I reap in where I did not sow and gather where I did not scatter. Basically saying, why do you put my money in the bank? I could have got some interest at least. Right. So mm-hmm. we have someone who hid the talent. Right. And then gave an excuse. Right. Gave an excuse. You know, I know that, that you know, you, 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 you're an investor or you're not, you don't not necessarily do the work for, for, the, for the resources that you have. And I guess he called himself maybe saving the money for him rather than investing it. And, um, and he was afraid. And we know that fear drives a whole lot of us. Fear mm-hmm. is in the, in the front seat of a lot of our lives, unfortunately. Um, and we're in the passenger seat and sometimes we're in the back seat because we're so afraid to even be close somewhere to the front. And he was afraid. He said he was afraid. But because he was afraid and he allowed um, the enemy to control him in that place of being afraid, right? Fear. It put him in a position where the talent that he had received, the scripture goes on to say that he took it away from him and gave it to the, the person who had the 10 talents. And then he goes on to say, the master said to him, you know, he called him wicked. He called him lazy. Um, mm-hmm. And then and then the scripture goes on to say, you know, um, for, for to everyone who has more, more has more shall be given and will have an abundance. But from the ones who does not have even what he does have will be taken away. So even what you have will be taken away. Even a little bit. Um, throw out the worthless slave. And this is what the master said, throw out the worthless slave into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. You guys, where's weeping and gnashing of teeth taking place? Mm. There's, there's a designated place where weeping and gnashing Mm -hmm. of teeth is taking place. And so you're telling me that because this man moved in fear or didn't move in fear, right? Like it kind of paralyzed him. He, he buried the talent. That was the equivalent, like his reward, his reward for that behavior or the consequence of that behavior is to go to a place where there's weeping and national tea. Yeah. What? Right. Right. Look how gracious. I just want to say, listen, this is probably a good time to say thank you, God, because I know that I have had gifts and talents because the Lord had to remind you, I've given you talents, Stephen. You had to remind me. I'm sure I'm not the only one that has a gift, talent, probably several that I have, I have, I have buried, I've sat on, I've been in fear and God has been gracious enough to leave me here in this place so I can repent and get it right. So mm-hmm. I can start again. So this is, listen, I'm just going to say, thank you, Lord, because this man is being sent out to the outer darkness, to the place where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. And that could easily be our testimony. Easily. And I feel like God is so good because he's like, you know what? Y'all need to start off the year with this. Y'all need to, because y'all, y'all got gifts out there. I've given you spiritual gifts, right? There's, listen, I'm sorry, Kish. I will go on. Let me just, Kish, please welcome to the conversation. <laughs> no, I mean, everything, <laughs> everything you've said is a spot on. And, you know, I think it is 
one of those things where the you know when you you look at this text and you see the example of three different people and how they respond to the same command right yeah. and i don't know i think i've seen myself in on both sides of it you know like being the person who's immediately responsive and seeing a profit and being excited about being able to turn the profit. Um, I've also been in the, the space of, I don't really know what to do with this right now. You know, like this is something I know you've given me, but I don't really know what I should do with it. And, and felt like the, the guy with the one talent who hit it, <laughs> you know, just dug a hole and said, okay, let me put this, you know, here and keep it safe for now. But what's interesting to me about um, what happened to the man with the one talent is that he said he had fear of losing it. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Because he had fear of losing it, but that's exactly what happened. He he lost it. Um, can we just, <laughs> right. Can we just put a pin in that real quick? Because Job also said, Job said, because y'all, just a reminder, Job is the one who lost his family, animal, all the things, right? leprosy, boils, he, all the things. Job also said, the thing I fear most has come upon me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was it also is. a place of fear. Yes, because it's actually, you know, when we talk about, we talk about faith a lot, but, you know, fear is faith. It's just faith in the opposite of what God has for you. And so you're believing for that thing and you and it manifests because that's something that you really, truly believe in and it happens. Yeah. And so, yes. you know, I, I really do think that the charge for us, you know, now and forevermore really is to be aware of the the weight of a command or, or God's calling for us because. He's essentially saying, I'm giving this to you and I'm trusting you to do what you what I want you to do with it, which is to multiply, to get to get more, to gain profit from this. What does that mean? So when we say like, you you know, we're talking about talents and most people think money and, you know, wealth and whatnot. But a lot of the things, talents that we have, God's Mm -hmm. given us is is for the kingdom. Right. Um, some of those things, and I'm not saying it's all like, oh, okay, you can't, none of this will lead down a road to you, you know, your livelihood and, and blessing you financially. Some of those things do, but a lot of the things, uh, that God has gifted us with spiritual gifts, um, talents that he's given us is for the kingdom is for yeah. increasing the kingdom of God. Right. And so we can't be in a place where we are so caught up in ourselves, our own fears, our own struggles that we don't get out of our own way. Right. Like, and a lot of it really does have to do with other people. Like if you, if you're fearing doing something, it's typically because you're fearing what's on the other side of what, when you do this, how is it going to be perceived? What are people going to say? What are they going to think? Um, mm-hmm. they could be family members, it could be friends, it could be just the general public. Um, but the truth of, of the matter is we are in a time where it's the culture has shifted in such a way that it's so easy to have an opinion. 
And it's so easy yeah. for that opinion to be magnified and amplified, right? Um, but when God has called us to share the gospel, we now have a new way and new tools to do that. This is one of them, you know, having an opportunity to share your, your beliefs, to share your faith, to share your, your journey, um, in this way is, is, is different. It's, it, it may to some be, you know, something that you wouldn't necessarily sign up to do. Like I know when yeah. we initially started this, we we both <laughs> were kind of like, yeah, okay, we could do it, but what is that going to look like? Because it sounds yeah. like God, you're you're going to be asking us to be putting our lives somewhat on display, and who wants to do that? You know what I mean? Like, and I know some people have are are completely fine with that; they're completely okay with that. However, for those of us who aren't, it is. A struggle. It does take courage. It does take faith in God to lead and guide you to 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 be somewhat of an open book um, to say these are things that we are struggling with, and this is how we're overcoming. And this is, you know, we're praying for you. Pray for us. And um, mm-hmm. but that's what this is about. We're supposed to be right. opening up our lives. We're supposed to be walking out. Um, our lives together so that we are gaining souls for the kingdom. That's what it's about. Right. Yeah. And that's just it. Like, <clears throat> I think that we just, we get lost in that. We get lost that we are, we are perfect for somebody else. We are purpose mm-hmm. for a group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, many things that we go through that we experience and we overcome it. We have a testimony for somebody else. Right. You go back and you help your brethren. You go back and you encourage your brethren. You go back mm-hmm. and say, hey, this is the path. Don't take that path. Go this way. Do this. You know, and, and many of us, we forget that we forget. You know, we sometimes we get to a point of success or whatever the case may be. And we just keep moving forward and we breathe by people that we could be helping on our left, on our right. We certainly ain't looking back, right? Because mm-hmm. this culture talks about don't look back and, and granted, right? Like Paul said, I press towards the mark. And yes, we should. Yes. But in terms yes. of helping other people, lifting other people up, that's what we've been called to do. We are supposed mm-hmm. to be in community. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if we're going to do the Great Commission, the Great Commission is community. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it means right. moving and it, and it means using your talents, you know, and and I just want to, you know, pull this out in First Corinthians. What is it? Chapter. Let me see here. What did I say 12 ish. Yeah, I did say 12. Yes. First Corinthians chapter 12, you all, if you're in verse number 27, it starts to talk about there how God you know, has given apostles and prophets and teachers and healings and and gifts of healings and miracles and helps and tongues. And, you know, another part of the scripture talks about, you know, gifts of administration. There's so many gifts. And many of us sometimes feel like if it is not apostle so-and-so, prophet so-and-so, I'm a teacher, right? If it's not those top ones, right? Then we feel like, well, my gift is insignificant. Absolutely it's not. Mm -hmm. Your gift is not insignificant. The man with the one talent, was just as significant as the man that had the 10. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he was. And and so this is also a place to be encouraged. So however God has gifted you, however he has gifted you, it's significant and it is needed in the body. It's needed mm-hmm. in the body. You know, there's many people that, they, and here's the thing, 
sometimes you're like, well, okay, that's great. I don't have a problem using my gift. What is my gift? You might be like, what is my talent? <laughs> that might be your, your sentiment. You're like, I ain't got no problem using it if I knew what it was. Okay. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I was at that place too. And, and here, I'll tell you this. None of this comes overnight because it makes me think about when, you know, raising my daughter, when she would ask me questions and the answer was above really her age level, I would break it down to her at the age appropriate level that she was in. And we would revisit that and I would add two, right? Add two. That's what God does with us. He, mm-hmm. If he told you he was going to be a pastor, how would you really respond to that? Right? But he's dropping these little nuggets. You're like, I was always interested in the word. I always had a heart for people. I always did it. Right. And you're like, and then when he, it's revealed, you're like, oh, now that makes sense. Right. But you had to mm-hmm. kind of have those little things dropped on you over time. And so for me, I always think about what comes naturally to you, Dina. The things that come naturally to you are likely not natural to other people. And that's a place of God-given giftedness, talent, whatever you want to call it. So for me, like, I love organization. I love designing. I can see a space and I can see all the furniture. I can see the paint. I can see, I can see the paintings on the wall. I can see all the, I can see it. And I'm excited. And if I'm working with you, you're like, what? And I'm like, okay, let me, let me put it on the floor plan, right? I can see a space and immediately it's already organized. Like, I'm just like, I'm just working it out in my brain. That's not natural to people, right? And and so I'm, I've discovered that's an area where God can get the glory out of my life, because wherever I go, mm-hmm. He abides in me. So wherever I'm going, and I'm working, I'm doing ministry, because there's not a conversation that you're going to ever be able to have with me where I don't talk about Jesus. It's just not. You know what I mean? And so, um, and so I would just say, pray and ask God, right? step back and look and review your life. Like what, what, what's very easy to me? What comes very, very natural to me? You know, I can, I I remember when I was younger, my mom and I were having a conversation about a piece of furniture fitting in a particular location and I eyeballed and I was like, yeah, that'll fit. And she's like, no, it's not going to fit Dina. And I was like, I'm telling you it's going to fit. And we had, I mean, it was playful. It wasn't like a debate or anything. And it did fit because that's a gift. Right. And I don't even know if at that point I had even been into interior design. So I don't even know if I had. I just remember that. Right. So there's some things that you do naturally without even thinking that is probably direct, directly connected to your area of giftedness. You got Kish. Absolutely. Yeah. And, it, you know, the other indicator is um, other people. You know, you mm. sometimes you'll have other people say things to you that will illuminate those gifts that you weren't even aware of necessarily. And um, I remember early on, I saw my uh, profession is in counseling and um, I didn't necessarily think it was a gift. You know, like I just, I knew I I typically was the friend that my friends would come to and, uh, you know, just talk through things. And I remember um, one of my friends just kind of saying like, gosh, like, how do you, like, you really seem interested in that person. And they were so boring. Like they were so, you know, like, and I, and I was just like, I didn't see it that way at all. But after she said it, I was like, okay, I could see why you said that, <laughs> but it's, it is, I think certain things that, um, 
other people, when they say it, it, it kind of allows you to kind of step back and be like, oh, you know, like maybe this is something that's a gift because ordinarily, yeah, you, you wouldn't want to listen to this person or you wouldn't want to ask more questions and, and right. help somebody in this way. And that, you know, you, I think sometimes it's difficult because to identify gifts, if you somewhat are downplaying what's happening because it becomes so, it's come so natural for you, naturally for you that it does sometimes take somebody else pointing it out for you because, you know, you're just like, it's like so, so natural, so normal that you don't see it that way as a gift. But I will also say, um, we can help others to identify their gifts, right? Like just as somebody could bless us, you can help others, right? Um, I know that sometimes, and I just recently saw the color purple. So, um, the, well, the, the color purple, that is a musical folks. If you hadn't seen it (laughs) and you go to see it, it is, it is a musical. Um, but I remember thinking about how in the, in, in the, you know, in this particular movie, the scene, um, where Celie is, Almost, you can tell that she's desiring to have a gift that she doesn't have, um, which is in the moment courage. You know what I mean? Like she's just not a very courageous person at the time um, Mm -hmm. in the sense that she wants to be right. Like she definitely was showing all kinds of courage just by um, her stance, but um, wanting to speak up for herself, wanting to be bold, wanting to, um, you know, really have stature in a, in a place where she felt like she didn't and she could see that in another character. And so I I started down this path and then I was like, what if people want to see it? And I don't want to, you know, but anyway, she saw that, (laughs) right. She saw that in another character. And, um, and at first I think was a little jealous of, of that character trait being exuded in someone else because it was what she desired. And so later you actually get a chance to see her using that gift and, and really being able to draw from some of the courage from that same character. And so, you know, I just, I'm saying that I didn't realize why I was going to say this, but I think it's because, and we've talked about this in a previous episode, but I think it's worthy of bringing this back up. Do not allow Satan to use the desire that you may have in you um, to to become sharpened, right? We talk about, you know, iron sharpens iron, right? Um, When we are in these spaces with other people, we should be learning from each other. You know, we should be in a place where we're constantly improving and getting better, right? We have our natural gifts. But we also have other gifts that just begin to show up. You know, the Holy Spirit will bless us with those as we walk in our other gifts. And that's part of what that parable was showing us. Right. You do well with what you have. You get more. And sometimes what Satan will try to do is flip that desire in us to to be better, to improve and will have us to be envious of other people. So Mm -hmm. 
I really am asking, you know, everybody listening to do that kind of gut check. And it's, it's not something that I don't think comes naturally for people. You, you know, but if you think about somebody that you may see, you run into them and it's something about them that's just kind of like, you know what I mean? Like if you have a feeling that's like, it's envy or jealousy, check it and ask why, like really try to dig into what it is, because it could be that it's something in that person that you actually admire, but you're not at a place on a surface level to admit that that's what it's a trait that you admire and be is Satan trying to turn that into jealousy. Um, uh, and I just quick example, you know, even on social media, when, as you're looking at somebody's, you know, journey or their life or whatever. And I, I know I, I didn't have anybody to say this to me, but I remember it was almost as if I was there. Like I knew it had happened right where, um, there was a, a particular person who was, you know, just following and, you know, would say certain things that I'm like, okay, I know you, you've been following me. You're listening to the things, reading the things that I'm saying, whatever. Um, but, but would really try to diminish, you know, the impact or, you know, just kind of like saying really, you know, snippy, making snippy remarks. I'm that's too much. And I, you don't have to do all that and you know, but acting as if it wasn't, you know, it's talking about somebody else. And really, and then I saw this person starting to like follow the path of what, you know, like what God had led me to do, they started doing. And so it's like, okay. And so I just, I guess I'm saying that I'm not, I know that's not everybody's struggle. I know that's not, but do lean into that when you feel just a little something there, because Satan will quickly try to like flip that thing and make you, you know, be in a place where you're like comparing and God says not to compare ourselves amongst ourselves, right? Like that, that is not what we're supposed to do. We should be in a place where we can celebrate our brothers and sisters and what they're doing and also be able to um, celebrate their gifts. If they have something, especially if it's something you desire, you know what I mean? Like, so at, encourage people in their gifts and um, you will be blessed on the other side of it. So yeah, I thought it was worthy people- bringing up. And I'm glad that you did, because I think jealousy and envy is probably not talked about enough. It just isn't. And it is a thing that everyone has felt at some point in their lives, maybe more than others or whatever the case may be. But it is something that absolutely exists. That comparison thing is a real thing. You know, even in the scriptures, the disciples said, who's the greatest? And Jesus was like, what? What? Right. Right. So yeah. it's a thing, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tool of the enemy, right? It's a spirit that that je- jealousy, envy, a spirit. And I think that a lot of people don't really understand is that if you're, if I'm looking at Kish's life and I'm like, wow, like, like she's, you know, she's got boys and she's got the husband and you know she's gone through school and she's got a PhD. Like I want to do that and I don't really know how to do that and I don't. Guess what? Kish, you know, I really admire how you did that. You know, it's a really an encouragement. Can you give me some tips? Kish is getting ready to open up the book for you, baby. Okay. Like, and she's going to say, these are the things that work for me. This is something that I, it did not work for me. It may work for me, but I'm telling you, it may not work. These are the things that have worked for me. 
she's going to be willing to help you. And I think that a lot of times people don't even realize that they're missing out on an opportunity to be mm-hmm. in community with somebody and to glean, to glean from somebody who is in a position, in a role that you're, that you aspire to be in, that can actually mm-hmm. help you get you there. Do you know what yes. I'm saying? Because I'm going to tell you something. Yes. I'm going to tell you something. The person that you might be envious of, the person that you're like, oh, look at them. They're not thinking about you. At all. I didn't want you to know that. They're not thinking about you. They are not. They're not because they're, yeah. they're doing this. And, and, if you, and if you catch them, you might be like, oh, okay, come on, sis, let me. Boom. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right? For the most part. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm not saying everybody is not like that, that way. Right? Everyone is not like mm-hmm. that. So don't, you know, I'm saying there's, a, there's exceptions to the rule. Right. But they, they, they have a path. They have a, they have a vision. Right. And, and sometimes here's the thing though, I, I'm going to say that sometimes people are jealous of things like the ability to follow through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's a mm-hmm. small thing, but it's a big thing. Yeah. Right. You've got all these great ideas, great things, but you're not following through and you're envious of the person that's able to follow through. That's just it. Yes. <laughs> they just you just, they just said a said a word right there. That's that's they just that's kept good. going. You know what I'm saying? That's the mm-hmm. difference between a lot of people is that we were on the same road. Why didn't you keep Listen, going? Listen, hold on, because that's what caught me in that passage. Um it said, you know, the guy so the man with five talents basically said he immediately went and started to make a profit, right? That ability to follow through is, it's like, it's a, I mean, and I'm thinking about this, right? Because we, we can loosely say what's a gift and what's not, right? Like the Bible is very prescriptive of, you know, outlining the spiritual gifts. But when we talk about things like following through, that's not really a gift. It's more about obedience. It's more about discipline. discipline. Exactly. And that's available to everyone, right? We just have to exercise it. And I thought it was really interesting to denote that the master did not compare. He, what he didn't say, okay, you have five talents and you, you got five more. So now you have 10. Um, but then went to the person with the two and then said, why don't you have 10? He didn't do that. Right. So we do that though. Right. We, we try to compare ourselves amongst ourselves and he's saying, I'm doing this based on what I gave you, what I know you were in charge of responsible for and what you did with what I gave you. And Mm -hmm. the, the fallacy I think in you know, looking at what other people have compared to what you have and evaluating what they're doing, with what they have based on what you have. It, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even add up. And so people, it's not, and it's a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I feel like it's a very, we're living in a time where it's a very subtle, but real um, change that has happened in that. Think about it. I mean, I, I could be off on this, but just think about it. It used to be that you didn't really have a window into anybody's life for real, for real, unless you had a real relationship with the person, right? Some kind of something. There had to be some kind of interaction, 
some reason why I would be at your house or see your kids or know what you have um, or know where you went. You had to let me know those things. And now (laughs) those things can be publicly accessible to anyone. um, And you share what you want to share. And the, the issue is that people actually just see the things, the highlights, because nobody's sharing. We're not out here like, oh, let me share when I got this uh, bill that I couldn't pay or I got. People aren't doing that. OK. No, and and no, you're not no. comparing those things. Right. And so it's become, I think, truly um, challenging, if you will to flip your mind into thinking life is not about status is not about seeing how much I can gain, how many trips I can go on, how many it's about understanding what God gave you and knowing what you're doing with it. It's more private than anything because all this stuff that's public that everybody else can see is not what God is checking for. He wants to know what's going on inside of you what are you doing with the things that I've given you that I've put inside of you? And I just, I guess I'm saying, because where you started Dina around the checking your, um, you know, like this is what happened to the guy who hid, dug the hole, hid the talent. Yeah. And then master comes back. Okay. The talent is taken from you and you're cast out into outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Okay. So oh my God. what does that show us, right? To me, is it's about, because nobody was checking for that, the dude who, who did that, right? They weren't like, I mean, he wasn't like posting that on social media, like, hey, I, I dug a hole and put this talent. He just went about his life. Nobody knew that piece of what happened, right? But right. the master knew when the master came. And what I'm saying is, whatever efforts you're taking to impress other people, use that energy to seek God's approval because you can't please both. And God says that he is the one to be pleased. Yeah. Right. And you only have so much energy, so many hours in the day. Mm-hmm. So check it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Only, you know, <laughs> right? Like where your heart is, where your mind is. Um, mm-hmm. But that's real. That is a real thing that needs to be constantly checked is like yeah. where your heart is, your motives, why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Are you helping people, but you feel the need to broadcast it so people know that you're helping people? Like, what are you doing? You know, that, right. that, that is real. Um, right. And I feel like we're going to end up having it. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I I just, the other thought that just kind of came with that kiss, because we can really get caught up in our successes too. And we're like, I'm using my talents. Right. But God really knows if you're using them to the fullest of the extent, God Mm -hmm. knows. Yeah. Right. We might be like, Ooh, an odd, Ooh, right. God's like, yeah, you're doing something. You're using a talent, but that's not the one I want you to use. Yeah. That, yeah. That was for yeah. last season. There's a there's something I told you to do this season that you're not doing. And mm. to everybody else, oh, it's sexy. It's popping. It's on. And God's right. like What did I tell you to do? What did I tell you to do? And sometimes, uh-huh. you know, 
we, and, and you all, again, some people have multiple gifts. God has given them the capacity to do multiple things. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. they're better. It's just how mm-hmm. he's made them. Mm-hmm. I honestly, just recently, probably within the last, I don't know, month, was like, God, because I had someone say to me years ago, like, you're all over the place. You, you're organizing, you're doing this, and then you're baking. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I felt kind of bad. Like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm confused. Right. You know? and, I, and I really took that on. And this was years ago, someone said that to me, and that kind of carried it a bit, right? It always kind of felt yeah. bad about like, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And probably within the last, I don't know, three weeks or so, I was like, and I know this is connected to the talent conversation with God, but I was like, I really do bake and I'm the bomb at it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. really good. And right. I really do organize. I really do organize. And I'm also good at that. I really do interior design. I'm also good at that. Like, mm-hmm. and I had to kind mm-hmm. of own the fact that that's how God's made me. And I have the capacity right. to do that. Yes. And, and shame on me for allowing the enemy to say that to me and me carry that. Do you know what I mean? And hold on yes. to that. And so yes. listen, listen, if you see me out here in these streets and I'm organizing somebody's closet one day and then I'm like, y'all come get these brownies, come get the, that's what God has given me to do. He's given me the capacity to be able to do all those things. And I know there's many yes. other people that have multiple. And even if you don't, Whatever the case may be, don't be ashamed of how God has gifted you, right? Like walk in the fullness of that, right? So I just wanted to say that because I think a lot of people kind of get stuck there and and they feel kind of out of pocket. But that the truth of the matter is, if God has given you the capacity to move in those spaces, to move in those lanes, and and you know that you're doing it to the glory of God and, and he ain't got no problems with what you're doing, don't worry about what everybody said. Don't worry about what anybody else is saying. Yeah. Okay. I think we may have lost Dina on this one, Um, but we'll go ahead and wrap up. Um, You know, to whom much is given, much is required. And we have to answer to that call. And so that's the charge listen into what God is saying and be true to that and just watch God move, watch him move and um, hope that you got something from this today. And we look forward to connecting with you again really soon. In the meantime, if you did get something from this, please like, share, um, subscribe. We'd appreciate you um, sharing this with others that may be blessed And we look forward to seeing you next time. Kumi Sharif.